Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the latest edition of In My Life. This is a show from the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gav and the show is all about three really good pieces of Liverpool stuff that um, our guest wants to talk about. I'm delighted to have Ash McCall with us. Ash has been on a couple of shows with us in the re- yeah, recently, very recently. And of course, we'll be on more as time goes on. Ash, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, thanks, Gav. Um, had a bit of a flu last week and was recovering and work's been manic. It just seems like one thing after another, mate, but I'm slowly yeah. getting there, slowly but surely. Yeah, I know. I feel like it's show after show, to be honest with you, at this stage. And we're in like... Well, we're into pre-season now, aren't we? But, um, yeah, it feels like show after show. And I'm just, the amount of shows coming up is absolutely mental. But um, <laughs> um, most notably, these quizzes that we've taken on board. And, uh, oh, my God, there's so much work in them. And then you're terrified, you know, that, you they're gonna, they're terrified that they're going to go wrong. But um, <laughs> it didn't last week, and I'm hoping it doesn't this week. So we record this on a Monday evening. This will come out probably Thursday, um, Thursday morning, Thursday afternoon. So, three big moments supporting Liverpool are your three favourite moments supporting Liverpool. Um, we've had three people so far do this. I think Matt has done it. I think Conrad has done it. Um, Peter. Peter has done it. So, you're number four. You're number four and what we hope will be ten to do it. So, first big moment or your first most favourite moment supporting Liverpool what is it so I've gone a little bit different compared to the three previous Mm -hmm. people so this is my very first earliest memory as a Liverpool fan okay now this is prominently down to my old man because Mm -hmm. he's a massive Liverpool fan he has been for 30 40 years and I've had nothing but stories off of him Mm -hmm. and this is where it all began so my first one is the 10th of April 1998 okay Manchester United won, Liverpool won at Old Trafford. Okay. Now, the first thing I remember is, like I said, my dad keep constantly telling me over and over about all of his stories, about when he used to go to Anfield, all the away days and and stuff like that. And this particular day, obviously, the rivalry with Man United, he really made it obvious. 
that this is a big game and he sat me down like he used to and I had my first Liverpool jersey on and, and stuff like that and I had the, the first kind of buzz that I could really remember being a, being a Liverpool fan and um, it didn't fail. Obviously, we didn't win but it didn't fail to uh, make me realise how big the game was and how much I am going to be or I am now a Liverpool fan. And uh, yeah, so that is my first memory of Liverpool Football Club. When we done the quiz last week, you messaged me afterwards and you said, I think it was after the quiz. It must have been. It was. Yeah, it I don't was. think we'd be talking about this this time in 1998. And you messaged going, oh, well, you're, you're talking about one of my moments that I want to do on this, this show. Yes. Uh, is this the one where Michael Owen scores and gets sent off? Cause it I, is I, indeed. Okay, yes. so he does score and get sent off in the same game, am I right? Yes, you, you are I, correct there, I, I had it in my head that he scores, and then I, I thought it was the next time that there he gets sent off. But the goal itself, he he destroys Pallister. He gives he does, Pallister, yes. isn't it? Pallister, he gives about 15 yards to. And Destro- he just absolutely nails him. He absolutely, absolutely destroys him. him. He dinks it over Schmeichel. And yes. the ball takes an eternity to roll in, and he's wheeling right. away. Can you remember who we tackled on the sideline? Wasn't it Ronnie Johnson? Was it Ronnie Johnson? Yeah, I think it was the goal scorer for Man United. I think he got stretched off that game. Um, and it was a late tackle. It was a second yellow. And yeah. he got sent off just before half time. Yeah. Um, but like I said, the, the first thing I remember was obviously Ronnie Johnson scoring for Man United to make it 1-0. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michael Owen, you had no rights to take so much of the pitch and the, the amount of yards that um Pallister had on him mm. but he just seems to absolutely eclipse him and like you said he, he goes in on goal dings it over Schmeichel and I think that was the first moment that my first idol come to light as well Michael Owen um as a kid I absolutely adored him mm. um we won't we won't say what happened later on in his career <laughs> but yeah. um that was the moment I I first found my hero as a as a Liverpool fan and Michael Owen was my first idol growing up as a kid it's it's funny because like he's also in that quiz last week we were talking about his first goal it's away at Wimbledon it was yeah. in April I think it's April or May 97 yeah it's a season <coughs> before Wimbledon. yeah it's, it's probably the last away game of the season um, it's a midweek game and he scores we get beaten but he again there he shows some pace and he goes through and scores and, and you're kind of going and, and people knew about Michael Owen for, from the time he was like you know we're, we're talking 25 years ago now um, yeah. aren't we 98 yeah so 25 years ago so you hadn't got instant access to all of Michael Owen's goals um, instant access to his stats you know you didn't you didn't see coverage on LFC TV every day of the academy you, you didn't see no. much like that but Michael Owen was, was quite well known like in 1998 I'm 16 you know and I can remember the buzz around Michael Owen like and it before like when he was when he was like fourteen, because yeah, he scored a hat trick um, for England, didn't he? Yeah, he, he he scores a lot of goals for Liverpool in like a U Cup run. Um, when I think he's about fifteen, and then he's playing for England schoolboys. I think I remember one game he plays. I think it's at St James's Park, and he scores a couple. And you're like, this guy is so slight, you know, so baby faced, but he was yeah. just lightning fast, like he was ridiculously fast, and. You know, you're, you're talking about April 98 now. This is only two months before he ends up going to the World Cup. It was, um, yeah. yeah. and I I always remember that goal because 
when the ball it's funny because when the ball drops in United's half, Pallister hesitates because Pallister thinks that's going to run through to Schmeichel. Yeah. And then he looks and goes, oh, Schmeichel's not coming here. But the ball is still like 40 yards from goal or 30 yards from goal. And Owen just turns on the afterburners like straight from the off. Like He doesn't even get up ahead of steam. He's just gone. He just That was the thing about him. As soon as he's seen the smallest window to, to you know, hurt somebody, he was in. And the speed of him was just incredible. And the way he's so cool, because Schmeichel was so good, like he especially was, yeah. on one-on-ones. And he just dinks it. But then I do remember the sending off. And that's why I was getting confused last week, because I was like, was it that game? Or was it a, a game after? And I always get that mixed up. Do you remember the, the FA Cup game in 99? When we go ahead, oh, Michael Owen scores early. And yeah. I think it's York and Solskjaer, I think, uh, score late. Solskjaer, yeah, it was. Yeah. And, um, but, <laughs> like you, you're talking about 1998 there, like, Old Trafford was a horrible place to go to as a Liverpool It was. It, we, we haven't won there for years prior to that game anyway. We, well, we didn't win that game either, but it was... Well, Liverpool, did, it was Liverpool didn't a, win very often. Our, our no, Old Trafford, no. when, they were, when they were good. No, you know, when Liverpool were top dogs. Was the first time in, in like years. Yeah, years with Danny Murphy's free kick. I think that was the first time in about 10, 11 years, wasn't it? Yeah, like, because when Liverpool Trafford. were top dogs, like they, they very rarely won at Old Trafford, believe it or not. Hmm. They'd always, they might get a draw, they could get beaten. Um... You know, I remember one of my earliest memories as well of, of Liverpool or Old Trafford. I always have it in the back of my head as as a, a new a, a game around Christmas at Old Trafford. And Liverpool are the better team. I think David Speedy scores. And Liverpool end up losing the game 3-1. And I remember sitting with all my father's brothers and all United fans. And they were all like, oh, United this and United that. And I was like, well, Liverpool are the better team. You know, and um, yeah. they never really won at Old Trafford. Then they went on a bit of a run, but... Um, your first idol then, Michael Owen. Michael Owen was my first idol. Yeah, like I said, I was in absolute awe in that game just to see how quick he was and his, his finishing was deadly as well. It, like I said, I think it was the first moment as well. I've, I've always, I've had to speak to my dad just to make sure that what I remember is correct. And, you know, I said to him, was I really as bad as what he's always made out. And it's like, yeah, he was up and down the, up and down the living room, screaming, shouting. And <laughs> when Owen got sent off, I was like, no, you know, and as a, as an eight year old, as I know it sounds stupid, but that's, it's like I said, I had to confirm with him and he seems to, he seems to confirm everything that I was thinking. And yeah, he was, he was always my idol. First, first player out on the back of my shirt. Loved him growing up, obviously heartbroken. It was my first heartbreak when he went to Madrid. Um, but, you know, times happen, things happen, and unfortunately he did leave, could have come back, didn't happen, and then, yeah, we mm. won't mention what happened next, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> I, but... Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember, yeah. like, th- that game in particular, because, like, you know, I, I think United opened the score. Um, yeah, 12th minute, I think it was. Yeah. I had to do my research on that. <laughs> yeah, and then Owen equalises and gets sent off, but it was like, oh, the game ends 1-1, doesn't it? It does finish one one, yeah. Yeah, the game ends one one, and you're like, when it gets to half time and, and we're down to ten men, all you can keep thinking is, oh, we're not getting out of here. There's no way we're getting out of here. This is this is Manchester United ninety eight. They're in full flow. Do you know what I mean? A yeah. year later, they win the quadruple, um, or not the the treble of quadruple on the brain, but they win the they win the <laughs> treble. And you know, I remember on that day thinking he's our main outlet. He's the one that could hurt them if we get a chance because we were, we never really went to Old Trafford and dominated a game of football. No. And even in the Klopp years, we've gone there and shown them too much respect. You know, um, even when you look at those Danny Murphy ones, Danny Murphy scores 
um, the free kick he scores. Yeah, then the year the later, year I think later. He, he chips Barthez. Then the year after that, he scores a penalty. But in yeah. none of them games do we absolutely dominate the football. We, we no. go to Old Trafford and we try to take our chances when we got them. And when you're down to 10 men, you're thinking, ah, you just know what's coming here with United because you knew it every week. Yeah. You know, I think the closest we got was um, a Leonardo shot that hit the post in the second half, and I think that was that was the closest that we yeah. got to getting a winner. I think that was the whole yeah. point in the second half. Then during that during that time, United at home were just ridiculous. Like they were ridiculous. I remember going back, and I, I couldn't tell you the year, but I remember. I think Leicester beat them. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Um, our old Trafford and I think Tony Cotty might have been playing for Everton or it's Leicester for the past. <laughs> and and I, I want to say it was around 90 around this time actually it could be a bit bit later but I remember like and at the, again at that time you're literally getting the scores you know like on CFAX and you know um, <laughs> soccer was soccer Saturday around maybe Sky had a thing but I remember hearing all you know I think they were beaten 2-1 by Leicester I want to say and you are like just shocked. What? Man yeah. United have dropped points at home at three o'clock on a Saturday. It just did not happen. And that's how good they were at home. And but yeah, Mike Michael Owen, like it's a pity what he what happened later on in his career. Um not not only for what going to United and stuff like that, but um the injuries and stuff like that just killed him. Yeah. Uh but but Jesus Christ, he was he was electric. When he turned up he was the scene, he was absolutely it was, it was actually frightening how good he was like I still think of that like there's loads of memories of Michael Owen and stuff I still think of the one away at Newcastle um, early 98-99 he's come back from the World Cup and Newcastle have signed Stefan Givarsh to play up front with uh, Shearer and um, Liverpool rolled him over 4-1 and Michael Owen scores a hat-trick in the first half is that the, is that the famous yeah that's the, the one where he's rubbing yeah. the hands yeah and you know he's just unbelievable you know and he turns up that day at Newcastle and people are like he's starting to get that kind of he's England's golden boy but everyone kind yeah. of begrudgingly it's begrudgingly likes him you know the sort of way yeah. and for that goal where he just he just um, just goes hurdles over people and outside of the boot clips are past Shea Given I think is in goal and you're yeah. like wow you know and it just went from all over the place from there but that's a good memory. I like that. I'm, I'm, uh, a lot of the lads, or all of them, have gone with their first ever game at Anfield. But your first memory is a good one. I'd have to go a, long, a good bit back beyond that now for my first memory. But um, I like that because it's and especially because we were talking about it last week. Um, what's the second one? So again, a bit bit left field. Mm-hmm. But my second one is 18th of May 2001, Charlton okay. nil, Liverpool four. Yeah. Now, the reason why I chose this is because this is the game that got us back to the glory days of the Champions League. Correct. Um, now, at the time, I was hanging around with a good mate of mine who was a Leeds United fan. Mm-hmm. And he just experienced that season of um, semi-finals, the quarterfinals run of the Champions mm-hmm. League. And I used to always go around his house and we'll, we'll watch the, the Champions League together because it was on ITV back then, I believe, wasn't it? Um, yeah. And... 
Yeah, he'd be like, oh, come and come and watch, uh, come and watch Leeds United. You know, we're playing like uh, Dapertivo, and and I watched the Valencia game with him as well, and just seeing what him and his dad was going through, mm. it, I I was really jealous. I was envious. I wanted this because it was just watching the Champions League for the first time around about those seasons. I was just like, I just wanted to see Liverpool compete in the mm-hmm. Champions League. It was, it just, you could tell from the TV and the crowd and the way that it was under the lights, it was a different animal. It was a different kind of, uh, kind of game, different kind of fish. And I wanted it so badly. And that game when we beat Charlton and we topped off the treble winning season with the passage into the Champions League, I think that was probably one of the best seasons that so far I've experienced. It's it's interesting because I think it's the season previous Liverpool go to Bradford on the final day of the season, and they have. Yeah, I think I think it's them and Leeds fighting it out for Champions League spots. Yeah, David Weatherall I think scores for Bradford. We get beaten one 0 Bradford yes. are relegated already, um, or stay up. I'm not too sure. They might stay up on that result, but um, I'm nearly sure it's the year previous that that happens, and Liverpool don't make it. They make it this time in 2001. And then 2002, 2003. That's Chelsea, wasn't it? Yeah, Chelsea they get beaten by stopped. Chelsea on the last day, don't they? Um, yeah, we went 1-0 up with Hippie. We went 1-0 and... up with Hippie and stuff like that. So we yeah. kind of had that weird relationship um, trying to get into the Champions League. And then, you know, we we start making it and we win it and stuff like that. And then we kind of grow from there. But but this one, funny enough, um, yeah, we beat Charlton 4-0 at the Valley, but we shouldn't be in the game at halftime. We, no, we were awful in the first, in the fourth half. half. Yeah, absolutely dire. Because we we'd won, <clears throat> I think we'd won the we'd won the league cup. Forget about that. But we'd won the FA Cup, and then I think we'd gone midweek to win the UEFA Cup. And then yeah, the, we did. And three days, days later, four days later, we played Charlton. Yes. And the first half, Ash, we are diabolical. And and I think it's I think on that day, I think Leeds are chasing us. It's between yeah, us and so Leeds again we were, that day. I think, yeah, I think we just had to win, didn't we? Or yeah. match Leeds United. Match Leeds result. And they result. were winning, I think. Yeah, they were at the time. At half time, it was a case we were drawing and Leeds were winning. And at that moment in time, we were, um, was it third? Was it top three or top four? I think it was top three at that time, wasn't it? Not the top um, four. Jay, this is a great question. I, I think want, it was the top three only at that time. I think I might have been top three, yeah. Because yeah. that's, that's the season 2001. So I think you would have seen, I think United win it that season. They do because yeah, I think they make Arsenal's about three in a row, don't they? Arsenal are yeah. second, I think, yeah. Because Arsenal are really third. good at that time. Um yeah. and, and win it the following season. Yes. And then it must have been toward because I can't think of anyone else in around there. No, I don't think the coefficients made it four until 2004, 2005, I think. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, yeah. And I'm nearly sure it was Leeds. Leeds were going into the final day looking to yeah, better yeah. result. But we are what, think, we're terrible first half. Yeah, we are, we owed a lot to Sander Westworld. Um mm. Again, I think I was watching a few highlights the other day, thinking, you know, what what ideas I could have in case I come on the show and um, whatever that looked like, and it did pop up ironically. And I was like, I'm going to choose that one because of obviously what I was saying about the Champions League and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And like I said, we owed a lot to Stanley Westfield. He was perfect to say he was probably making him look better now than what he could have been, but mm-hmm. that was shameless shit back in the day. Um, but if it wasn't for him, then yeah, we, by rights we would have been one two 0 down at halftime, and you would have think. We would have blown it if he was two 0 down at halftime. I couldn't have, couldn't imagine just putting it out of the bag. But no. we owed it to him. And then second half, that was that was it. It was just as though we've remembered how to play 
and realised what was at stake. And uh, Fowler started it with the overhead kick from the, from a I think it was a Danny Murphy uh, corner. I think it got swung over. Yeah, kind of kind of comes in. It might be Murphy. Will McAllister being involved? Because I can just have visions of how he clips those little corners into the front post, and yeah. everyone piles in, and it just comes. It just comes out, and Fowler just positions himself and just hooks it back over. Um, is it Illich in goal? Uh, yes, Saturday I think it was Illich. Yeah. Was yeah. that the goalkeeper in goal? Um, and it goes in, and you're like, wow, that's amazing. And we still aren't good. No, And it's not. actually, I think it's Murphy scores the second one where it kind of cuts inside. It it's a left-hand left shot, and, it, and it's yeah. not a great effort, but it, it finds its way in the bottom yes, corner. that's right. And then you're kind of comfortable, and then Liverpool just take over. Um, yeah, that's it. As soon as we went 2-0 up, it was like own, the shackles have been... Uh, yeah, Fowler's next. Yeah. He um, added a he third on his left arm. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he, he takes a little bobble and then he hits it on yeah. the volley and just yeah. smashes it into the bottom corner. Yeah. And that, was, that was a perfect finish. And then, yeah, Owen wrapped it up in the last... I think, yeah, like he intercepts minutes. the ball, doesn't he, and just breaks through. Yeah, and, um, runs through and then just kicks it over a Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a huge, that's a huge game because... I think we f- we finished second in the league the following season. Arsenal winning. We did. We I think we second. finished fourth, third, second, and then yeah. we went back down to fifth. Yeah. I think it was. And we finished we finished second the following season. That the following season is the one, isn't it, where we have Nicholas and Elke on loan. Yes. And um, I think we end the season beating Ipswich about five 0 I think at Anfield, and we pip United to second place. And you're kind yeah. of going, this would be great. Like th- this team is really taking shape. And then of course. We do this the El Hajj Juff and Salaf Jail oh, stuff lovely, and, and yeah. we let Nicholas and Elka go and it's kinda I know it's two years before Julia gets gets the boot, but that really sold a seed in, yes. in a lot of Liverpool fans' minds like what are you doing? Like, you know? Um but it's a huge it's a huge game because like that we get back in the Champions League. We actually go well in the following Champions League, where I think we go to Leverkusen and we should never really um, Yeah, is that the, the one where we lost three one away, was it? Yeah, is that the like the there was two groups, if I can remember. Yeah, it was weird back then. Yeah, we had to play it? a group was... stage, then a second group stage, and then yeah, you had to play the quarterfinals. Yeah. And um, but like I said, you're in it that year, and then the following year, um, we didn't make it, did we? Because we lost no, to Chelsea we, in the last game. We were in, we were in at the fo- no, we we're in the following year, and then we were over because we lose to Chelsea. Oh right, yeah, yeah, and yeah then two course, one, two, and yeah, then of course we get yeah. into it, and then we win it, and it, like you know, it's probably the, you know, it's Julia's finest moment. You know, it's a tr- yep. it's a treble of trophies and it's Champions League qualification. And on top of that, then you're looking to push on and they do the following year. But I think the Anelka thing kills him. Because I think it was I think that was a bad decision. Not, yeah, not it just comes on back deal. on him so much. And I remember going to watch Liverpool in like September, October 2003 and we're in Europa League or UEFA Cup. Um, I'm nearly sure it's 2003. And we're pl- I can't remember. We might be playing something like Sophia or something like that or Anfield. I, I was at it. It was pissing rain. I can't. <laughs> I, I can't remember the name of the team. But um, it's. But you could see even then, fans weren't happy with Julio. Yeah, it was you know, a different vibe, wasn't it? Yeah, and um, you know what? For a man that done so much, I think that one decision on that signing hurt him so so much. Really, yeah. really did. Sometimes that's all it takes is one yeah. one bad decision like that, and mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, and when you see Liverpool like the, the, the after making it into the, into the Champions League in that season and bringing Anelka on on loan and Elka scoring goals and his assist and he's he's, he's everywhere. You know, yeah. when you had Anelka, you had a Heskey, you had Owen, 
you know, they were our main three and they were dovetailing lovely, you know, yeah. different games, this pair of play, then they, the, you know, he'd leave Owen out, he'd leave Heskey, he'd leave Anelka out, he'd play all three, he'd done loads of stuff and they were so good and then when you just see that decision made and, and then it gets, you know, it gets made even worse by the fact of what Edge had, Ed had just turns out to be, so. Um, yeah, enough said about how it has just yeah, better and everything. Yeah, and you know what? I think the only thing I would say is that if you look beyond it, you see Rafa. Rafa gets the job because I think I genuinely think if Julio had have made the right decision on an Elke, I don't think Rafa might have ever got the Liverpool job. True, and then we wouldn't have had Istanbul. Yeah, um, you know everything happens for a reason, Gavde, as they say. So yeah. we had to go through some lows and some bad decisions mm-hmm. to get to where we are now, aren't we? So yeah, and we are spoiled now, aren't we? we make oh, a, we, we are spoiled. But, we make but not everyone's of, happy, though, are they? Not no, no, but listen, and that, no one's not. There's never a case where everyone's happy. Why I don't know, but um, you know, when you look at the decisions we make now on the pitch, off the pitch, and I mean even with players. Staff, um, even the decisions we make about where we're going to play pre-season, it's so meticulously planned and, you know, tailored to what we have and the squad we have and the commitments we have. It's, it's unbelievable. We're, we're so, so well run now. And, and It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It makes decisions easier. When you're so well run, it makes those decisions easier. But we're really good at making them. And um, it just shows like, you know, we could probably go back and pinpoint one decision Klopp's made in 2016 or 17 where you go, well, that's the one. You know, the decision to... I don't know, give up and continue, take the money and sign the other two lads. That could be the, the turning point there. Whereas, yeah, yeah. whereas if you just sold Coutinho and bought two duds, we mightn't be here today and Klopp mightn't be here today. And so it's, yeah. it is. But I, I genuinely think that was a huge decision off Julia. But, um, but the, the game you talk about was absolutely massive. It's, it's absolutely it was, massive yeah. for, for everyone around the club at the time. And it gives them that taste of that Champions League. And, even though we fail on one or two occasions, we're always there or thereabouts from there on in. And we always yeah. make it our priority to, to try to get in there. What's so the last the Oh, sorry. Well, I was just going to say, just to hear the Champions League theme tune around Anfield. Oh, yeah. On the, yeah. On the first time in 2000, 100%. 2001 was absolutely unreal. So, yeah, that was the reason why I picked that game because we finally got back to the, to the motherland of the Champions League. Last one. So, my last one. A bit more current... It's a Fine. bit more recent. Um, Don't have to use my brain recent. as much here. Twenty <laughs> second of July, two thousand and twenty. Well, okay, go on. Liverpool five, Chelsea three. Okay. Now, the reason why is because we finally lifted the Premier League trophy after thirty years of waiting, mm-hmm. and it was probably the most relaxed time I've ever watched a Liverpool game in my life mm-hmm. knowing that after the 90 minutes I'm finally going to see the Premier League lifted in the air and all the jokes the snidey remarks from everyone I've known all my life can permanently be stopped and it was just a bittersweet moment and one that I've watched 
over and over and over again, even to the point of last week where you're seeing Hendo lift up the, if not the trophy inside of an empty stadium, which unfortunately that is Liverpool way. If we're going to win it, we're always going to win it in a moment where we can't see it. Is It just seems to be our fate, isn't it? But that game, it was an eight-goal classic at the end of the day. We had everything. <coughs> I'm trying my best Nabi's. to remember all the, sco- all the goals here now. <laughs> yeah. So so the first one was a Naby Keita scream. Oh, he belted in off the underside yeah, of the bar. He screams it, yes. He picks up, runs it, and then just absolutely yeah. smashes it. I remember um, when Naldon makes a three, doesn't he? Close range, McCorner. Yeah, well, the second one was a trope free quick. Um, oh, yes. That starts with um, Frank Lampard and Jurgen Klopp. Ah, ball. yeah. Um, giving it a bit Frank's claim to fame yeah oh yes that's, mm. the only, that's the only famous thing he's ever done in his mm. managerial that's, career isn't it it's, but that's the reason why he gets the blues so oh yes he gets um, that club he's giving it a big one and then 30 seconds later Trent whips it into the, uh, into the corner and, thinking, yeah. there you go, and Trent had done similar um, weeks previous at home to Palace because we yes. won that game 4-0 I think and the following night is when um, Chelsea, Chelsea beats beat William yes. gets the penalty um, yes. I remember when Alden making a three. It was three and a half time, wasn't it? It was, yeah. There was a there was a mix up in the box. Um, everyone just seemed to stand still because they thought it was handball. And then um, Alden just smashes it in the net. Yeah, just smashes it in and go. Yeah. Oh, we'll deal with it. Whatever happens. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was three 0 and then uh, Giroud scored to make it three one. Just three one at half time. Just on half time, yeah. he scores. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then if I remember right, his second half, Pulisic comes on, and then Pulisic is brilliant. Yeah, he was. He just danced through our um, whole defence in the midfield and sets up Abraham yeah. um, with a cracking goal. And then I think Bobby makes it 4-2 with a header. Yes. Um, which, ironically, was the first of his goals at Anfield that season. Yeah. Last home game, I think. And it's it was off his first cross. Yeah, it was, yes. Yeah. Just puts it straight into, yeah. straight into the goal. And then uh, Pulisic makes it uh, 4-3 with, mm-hmm. another, with another goal. Yeah. And then um, Ox wraps it up with a fifth. Yeah, and that's then, the one where um, Robertson wins it off Jorginho, or not off Jorginho, yes. but he wins at the edge of the box or gets a throne to him. He just takes off up the pitch. Yeah. And um, yeah, Ox kind of half volleys at the back post or yeah, puts in the roof. Just in. But, but yeah. I remember where I was. I was in Dublin City Centre watching that in um, in a pub with a load of load of air lads. And um, you're right, much. Listen. Winning the title, Liverpool are absolutely magnificent that season. Oh, you know, that I, I think season, I think it's was it played twenty nine, one twenty seven, drawn one, lost one after we yeah. after we uh, get beaten by Watford, yeah. and you know people are going, oh look at this, and you're going, look at what, Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking twenty nine, twenty seven wins, one draw, one loss. Would you give over? They were absolutely phenomenal that season, and it's kind of what you have to do because I, like. I think if you let City get ahead of you, it's a struggle to get back. Yeah. But if you're ahead of City and they're only three, four points behind you, they'll they'll keep going. We just knocked the stuff in our Man City early that yeah. season. Like we beat them in I wanna say November to go nine points clear. And it's yeah, never in doubt from there. Yeah. It's never in doubt from there. Like we no. we even go we even go away to the World Club Cup. And yeah. I think we win on the like the twenty fourth of December or twenty second of December, and we come back and play Leicester on the twenty sixth away, and it's it one of the best special. away performances I've ever seen from a Liverpool yeah. side. I mean, ever they were so dominant. Um, and it's look, I remember leading into that game and going, if Leicester win, they'd be eight points behind Liverpool, I think, or something along them lines. Or if Liverpool win, they'd be 
fucking 14 points clear but something mad and yeah, Leicester yeah. were second at the time they were yeah and we win that and then everyone's kind of going this is done and then we beat United because I remember we have a really tight win against Wolves I think where the goal is disallowed and then it's actually given do you remember where do you think Lalana handles it yes and Mane yes. smashes it in and that ball developed in Manchester was um, refereeing it um, oh um, is it Lee Mason Taylor? Uh, Mason, I could be uh, one of them. Any, any of them, right? Any of them, yeah. <laughs> um, any of them lads that are all Manchester United fans. Um, and then we beat United. And when we beat United, that's the first time you hear the cop come out and say they're going to win the league. That's when I believed. Yeah, that's and, when I believed. and it was just like, this. no one's getting near us here. There's just no, no one getting near us. And COVID comes after the Let's Go game. Um, I think Bournemouth might be our last home league game in front of the crowd. Just before and... Yeah. And we beat, we get beat, knocked out by Atletico, don't we? And all of a sudden, lockdown, and everyone's plans gets thrown into the thing. Because I had, pl- I had, I think we played Newcastle on the last day of the season away. Yeah, we won. And we, I've, yeah. I've, I'm booked to Liverpool on that weekend. I'm flying on the Saturday morning, coming home on the Tuesday. And I was basically saying, over the match on Sunday to be a parade on Monday. I'll come home Tuesday night. You know, yeah. no way I'm taking an early flight on a Tuesday morning, not after the night. I'm gonna have, <laughs> and then it all just goes to shit, and. It's ages and ages waiting for, because that's March, isn't it? Middle of March. Middle um, of March, yeah. It's just ages and ages, and I think the, the football comes back in like late June, mid, late June. Uh, early, yeah, late June. Late I think June, it was, yeah. Sure. I, think, yeah. I think we draw, our first game back is away at Everton, and we, we draw, draw nil-nil, and people are going, yeah. oh, will they make it? And then we beat Palace, because there's yeah. nine games left. We beat Palace, and then City obviously lose to Chelsea, and it's over. Um, but that day was still brilliant. Like at the end of the day, Liverpool had played twenty nine league games before COVID came. You know, the ridiculous amount, ridiculous amount of wins, one draw, one defeat, or whatever it was. And and I still remember it fondly. Oh, don't get me wrong; I'd love to be saying to you, Anfield was packed. We weren't there, but we were in Liverpool, or we were at the parades and all. And it didn't happen, and I think that's why this this year's parade was so important. You know, I think... It's the first one since the COVID, wasn't it? It was a yeah, case of and, trying to get all the fans back together again. Uh, and being yeah, and don't, and don't get me wrong. Like, if we'd have won the league or the or European Cup or both, God knows how many people are in Liverpool. But for a League Cup and an FA Cup, people are going, oh, what are you doing a parade for? Like, just, they're doing it for the league, time they won the league and didn't get a yeah. chance to thank people. You know, and I think Klopp made that point. But it's a huge, it's a huge um, date in our recent history because, you know... Oh, I can remember winning it in 1990. I can remember winning it in 1990 and mm. just thinking this will never end, you know, and, and then it ended and it never came back. And at mid-90s, you thought, oh, we win, because we were always in it, we were kind of in it with Newcastle and United, and you think, oh, yeah. it's something. And then early 2000s, you thought you'd do something, and then you didn't, and then oh nine came, 13, 14 came, and you, like after 13, 14, you thought, this is never going to happen. That's what I thought, yeah. You know, I didn't it's never going to happen. happen. It's just something's going to get in our way all the time. Then you're seeing like 13, 14, you're really see, starting to see the progression of Man City. Um, yeah. United are going through transition, but you think they'll be back. They haven't really. Um, you wouldn't have thought at that time Arsenal would be back, but they weren't. Arsenal haven't won the title in 18 years. Um, but it's, when that comes, I think, you know, there is a bit of a, Ah, there's a bit of a sour taste in it because we don't have what everyone else gets when they win a league title. But at the same time, you're able to wake up the next morning and go Liverpool are champions. 
Yeah. And you're not talking about 1990 anymore. And you're laughing at people going, well, you've only won one. And you're going, well, we haven't. We've won 19. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think it's a brilliant moment. Um, and I was so happy for it. I was so happy. For, look, I was happy. But I, th- I think I was so happy for everyone I kind of knew. You know, yeah. I was happy for players and stuff like that. But were you the same? You're just happy for I, everyone. I, I, thinking I, of all I, mates that Liverpool fans, you're going, I'm happy for him and I'm happy for him. Yeah, we, we, like I said, we were, I was in group chats and, and we were all night, all day for, before the game. It was just like, today's the day. We're going to we're gonna see it being lifted. Finally. Gonna, and to be honest, Gav, I didn't care what the score was. We could have lost 6-0. I, it wouldn't have yeah, bothered me. Because we were just, drunk for the final seven games of the season. Exactly that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that. And I think I started quite early that night anyway. And... Like I said, I didn't care what the score was. I didn't care if Chelsea beat us. It was what was going to happen after the game and finally seeing the lads celebrate. And even though we wasn't with them, they kind of did it for us, you know, with the, with the celebrations and the fireworks and, and everything else that went with it. And like I said, the phone, my phone was going off left, right and centre. We was all like, oh my God, it's happening. And, you know, it's finally happening. And it was it was just an absolutely amazing night and, just to see everyone smiling and that was it. Every, all the demons were banished and 30 years of hurt was finally over with and it was just just perfect, absolutely perfect. And I can't wait for uh, Premier League number two, but trophy number 20 to, mm. to come along. And you know what? We go into this season, um, we're speaking today when a lot of lads are back for pre-season today and, yeah, <coughs> you know, it's look. I've always gone into every league season thinking, "Oh, Liverpool could deal with this season. Liverpool could deal with yeah. this season." And you, you keep telling yourself that. And people always said to me, "It was always that famous thing, you know, it's your year, it's their year." And it's always people, next year. It's always and people, year, people would bash Liverpool with that. And I kind of go, "Well, if you don't think it's your year, what are you doing here?" Yeah, you know, you're allowed to think that. Um, but now Liverpool have a legitimate uh, right to believe that this year will be their year and next year and the year after that. And people will point out and say, well, City won four of the last five, correct? Um, but City would have cantered the four of, of five, um, well, yeah. probably three of five, um, if Liverpool weren't there. The only the only time City get away from Liverpool, really, is the one where we have a horrific season in 2021 20, with injury. Other injury, than that, yeah. Liverpool have done 92, while City have done 93, four. Yeah. Um, they've done 98, 97, while they've that- done... Um, 98, 98. Is that right? We've done 99 and took the last seven games off. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's Liverpool are just ridiculously good. And um, I don't think two, number 20 is far off. No, and, I, don't, I don't believe it is either. And to be honest with you, I think if number 20 comes, I think number 21 will come quite quick after. Because I think yeah. you're going to have to break quite a strong grip that Man City have on this league. And only we can break it, in my opinion. And if we break it, you might see a slight sea change in what goes on in the Premier League. But we'll have to wait and see. Um, well, we've got four years left of Klopp, haven't we? Mm. Is it four years now? I reckon I'm going to make a bold statement there. I'm going to put it out there on the podcast and say we're going to win two Premier League titles in the next four years. I'll take it. That's my opinion. I reckon we'll get two more two more trophies under, under Klopp in the Prem and I think we'll get one more Champions League. I'll take... I'll take two or four once United don't win one. I think it's going to be the next four years are going to be two for us, two for City. Okay, I'll take that because that'll put us at 21. And, yep. um, we know that they like singing 20 times, 20 times. So I don't know what they'll sing now. Um, probably green and gold till fucking <laughs> whatever 
what green and gold the club is sold or fucking whatever they sing that that meant yeah um I really enjoyed that. That's 37 minutes. It's absolutely flown in. Um, three yeah, great moments. Michael Owen, 1998. Yeah. We talked about the league title win there in 2020 and also the ch- qualifying for the Champions League in 2001. Ash, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, we'll see everyone again soon for another In My Life. We might have a special one. Keith's been on to me and he said, oh, can I bring this person on? And if this person comes on, it could be a really good laugh. That's all I'm going to say. Ooh. Ash, thanks a million for joining us, mate. Thank you very much, Gav, for having me. Good stuff. Talk to you soon. Over and out. Sports Social Podcast Network. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 